everyone. Well, what is this strange thing that has appeared on your No Such Thing as a Fish feed? Well, let me tell you, it is last month's episode of Drop Us a Line, which is a special show that is usually only for subscribers, where we read all of your emails and comments and we discuss them. Uh, and we never get upset when people correct us. Well, listen, you can hear the whole show here, and really, let's be honest, this is a not very subtle way of trying to encourage you to sign up for Club Fish if you haven't already. Club Fish is a great place to go. It's a place where this week you could win a signed Cabbage Patch Kid doll signed by me, Dan, Andy and Beck Hill. Uh, it's a place where you can get ad-free episodes. It's a place where you will hear about our live shows first and it's a place where you get lots of bonus material such as this one. The best way to enter Club Fish is by going to nosuchthingsafish.com forward slash apple if you are an Apple user or nosuchthingsafish.com forward slash Patreon if you are not. There are all sorts of ways of joining. I think Apple gives you a certain amount of time free so you can listen and decide if it's for you. I think you can also join up for longer, like perhaps a year, and I think you'll probably get a discount for doing that. Look, you guys are smart. Probably know a lot more about this than I do. So just go to nosuchthingsafish.com forward slash Apple or nosuchthingsafish.com forward slash Patreon and all the information will be there. Now, I know this isn't for everyone, so don't worry if you don't want to subscribe. Just treat this as a little summer present from us to you. Okay, on with the show. Hi. Hi, Andy. Hello, Andy. Hi, guys. And hello to you, the listener and member of Club Fish. Welcome to Drop Us a Line, your occasional... I was going to say monthly, but sometimes it, it moves around a bit. Your sporadic postbag episode, where we talk about the facts that you've sent into us, the challenges that you've sent, the factual errors that we might have to defend ourselves against accusations of having made. That's the show. <laughs> right. So let's get into the postbag. Here's a good one to start off. This is great. It's from John. Hi, John. Hello, John. John Jenkins. Great name. John writes Hi, elves. Did the claim that James Garfield was fed through his anus mm. first episode query? You know what, Andy? Can I just say? Yeah. Um, you're very keen for us to do these Drop Us Alliance quite yeah. regularly yeah. because you're worried that we might start talking about episodes that people don't remember very well, <laughs> like from maybe a month ago. Yeah. Uh, but it turns out you've got one from nine years ago. Yeah, so it's got a special place in my... I think because we talk about President Garfield so much. Well, no, so the Anna really. episode as well. We we played that in oh, did as a we? section. I believe we did. And that was about four months ago yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay john writes did so basically we had this claim that president garfield for the last three months of his life ate everything yeah yeah because yeah, yeah. yeah. he'd been shot and he was on his stomach and he couldn't yeah okay did the claim that james garfield was fed through his anus get officially debunked on no such thing as a fish and because chat gpt has warned me quite passive aggressively about believing or spreading false information and what? he's appended a, a screenshot of a chat he had with chat gpt uh, right, so John says, James Garfield ate through his anus to mm. ChatGPT, and ChatGPT writes back, that claim is not based on any factual information and is not supported by any credible sources. James Garfield yeah. was the 20th president of the United States, and he did not eat through his anus. He was assassinated in 1881, and blah, blah, blah. And so he wrote, and he wrote again, like, where did the claim come from then? Yeah. And, and ChatGPT writes back, 
there is a persistent urban legend that James Garfield was fed through his rectum after being shot in the back. It's completely unfounded. It has no basis in fact. Right. And it's not supported by any credible sources. So John was very concerned right. and wrote to us. And um, and what? it absolutely is true. Oh. So as in John has <laughs> sussed it out or you've gone off to do extra research? Well, I've, I've gone off and looked into it a bit more. It's it hasn't been debunked. It's absolutely right. true. Okay, right. well, this is what's happened here. It's really clear. A few episodes ago... You came up with a chat GPT version of No Such Thing as a Fish, and it really, really sucked. Yeah. And probably chat GPT in his newfound sentience has heard that and thought, you know what? I'm going to bring these guys down a peg or two. And yeah. so he's decided to do this. Oh, yeah. Or she. Right. Crumble, yeah. It, crumble it from <laughs> ep one. It's like taking a Jenga block out from the bottom or all three. <laughs> top of the whole yeah. thing. Do you want to hear a Jenga fact? Yeah. Um, in the game of Jenga, the official original rules of Jenga... No two Jenga blocks are exactly identical. They all have to be slightly different. You're kidding. Uh-uh. What? That, okay, that's mind-blowing. So the reason being that when you stack them up, if they were all identical, yeah. then they would stack perfectly, and you know it would be a boring game because you wouldn't be able to push any of them out. Mm. So is the so original they, or still? I think it's still, but it was definitely the original. And so they have very, very slight flaws in them, which means that they're not quite standing on top of each other, which means that the friction doesn't hold them in so place. So every block is unique? Mm. A spoke, nice, isn't it? It's Jenga. A nice, you know, it's nice. Uh, is yeah. it someone just standing by the machine doing the wood block cutting, just nudging it every time <laughs> a block goes in? Um, Anyway, so just to, to um, go back to the Garfield thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. I found this amazing article on Medium.com all about uh, the Doctor. Do you remember he was called... His Dr. first name Dr. was Will Doctor. Bliss. Yeah. Doctor, Doctor, Willard Bliss, exactly. And um, it, it has incredibly detailed information about the rectal feeding, which I don't think we ever covered in the first episode. Uh, he wrote a pamphlet, Dr. Bliss, mm. a year after Garfield died, which is called Feeding Per Rectum as illustrated in the case of the late President Garfield and others. <laughs> wow. And it endorsed the method, and it had yeah, notes yeah. on how it had been used, and it had all these detailed notes about what he'd been fed. Um, I gave Anna for her birthday a, um, a leaflet from Dr. Dr. Willard Bliss. So they really? handed some out. Like, when Garfield died, they handed out a loads of leaflets to the crowd saying that yeah. the president is dead. Gosh. And they're still extant you can still buy them wow. and i bought anna one for her birthday once nice. nice that's amazing well if you want to for the next birthday you can buy a copy of this pamphlet <laughs> oh we've just missed it yeah oh, oh well rats. it's a bit <laughs> odd though because it it's suggesting it but the patient dies so it's the method i guess he's saying is what works here he's saying but the method the... is good and he has all these notes about what was fed i don't think we cover the fact that fresh cow's blood was issued as a food like a kind of very irony smoothie. No, we didn't. Mm -hmm. um, squirrel soup, we did. Yeah. yeah. Uh, eggs God, well that were causing annoying flatus. Yes. Wasn't there a flaming something? A, <laughs> was that a flaming a sambuca? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very badly wrong. On this subject of ChatGPT and other um, bots. Yeah. Mm. Uh, we did a fact about, I can't remember, I don't think it was explicitly about Alexa, but it was kind of about Alexa um, the other day. And I found out that you can go on to askalexa.com or something like that and mm. you can put in your own answers to questions okay so um oh. it helps alexa to work because it gives you all the answers you know you never know what people are going to ask it's not a chat bot so it needs to be fed the questions and fed the answers uh and i fed the answer to is there a such thing as a fish 
because until that point, if you said, is there such a thing as a fish? It said, yes, a fish is an animal which has fins and a backbone and blah, blah, blah. And so I fed in, <laughs> according to biologist Stephen Jay Gould, there is no such thing as a fish because a hagfish is more closely related to a, a human than a salmon or whatever it was. I can't remember what I said. Sorry, but... you've done this for anyone asking their Alexa. So I did. And I got an email back from Alexa saying, this is now in the system. But then I tried it the other day and it didn't work. So if everyone listening to this can ask their Alexa. Check it out right now. Check it out and see if it's in there. Because it says that it's in there, but it doesn't seem to be doing it. Well, well done for doing that bit of viral marketing. We could probably do it right now. I bet someone's... Alexa, is there such thing as a fish? Someone's house that would have just yeah, yeah, set right. it off just then. Brilliant. That's great. See, that's the kind of thing that's going to keep us ahead of the competition in podcast terms. Absolutely. Yeah. Alexa, buy everything to play for by James Harkin and Anna Tashinsky from Amazon.com. <laughs> Sorry, just while we're doing that. Absolutely. Get get it in. Um, it's pre-order, we should add. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you want to book now, Alexa, buy The Theory of Everything Else by Dan Shriver. Well, yeah, but I just feel like that's they're all a bit non-fiction. People might want something a bit different. Alexa, buy The Sanctuary by Andrew Hunter Murray. <laughs> Right, can we move on? Can we move on yeah. from plugging our own personal endeavours? Can I, can I say that... Um, the, it's, it's about your book, you absolutely can't say it. Well, no, it's about... No, no, it's about my audio book. Oh, my um, God. No, no, come on. No, ChatGPT. Um, we, the three of us had a chat with someone who's telling us about the dangers of what's going on with it right now. It's getting really scary because it's kind of using global information. It's using the hive mind to answer questions that maybe shouldn't be answered and getting a bit yeah. scary. So um, there was a story the other day, I don't know if you guys saw this, where ChatGPT was given a challenge in order to do a task online. Mm. And the only thing stepping in its way was the fact that it had a capture. So it had one of those things where you have to identify where the, the, traffic, lights the traffic lights are and so on. Robots can't do it. AI can't do it. Impossible. So that's the bit where ChatGPT stops. Except ChatGPT looked about how you get around something like that, hired a human from TaskRabbit or one of those sites Mm. who then did the capture for it and then it got in to complete the task. So the robots... That's clever. They're coming. You said ChatGPT too. I said P. No, you said B. Sounded like a rubbish British version of ChatGPT. <laughs> which answers everything with a, ooh, hello. <laughs> or is it like uh, GB News? They reply yeah, with oh, everything God, going, oh, yeah, but, yeah, but what about like Starmer? More like the pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> um, right, come on, let's get, let's do some, let's do some emails. Let's do some emails. Right, we've got an email. This is very exciting from Duncan Pierce. Oh, that is exciting. Yeah. Well, it is because the subject line is spicy meat. Oh, right. Oh, oh. You messaged us about this. We said not to open it, but you went there. Yeah. Exciting. Okay. Spicy meat mm. it was something we introduced on the last episode mm. of the podcast. And it means like what inside knowledge about... No, no, no. That's fish. that's just meat. Oh. This is <laughs> spicy meat about dangerous or forbidden topics. Oh, okay. You know okay. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, sure. Or controversial stuff. Let's see. Go? I mean, see how spicy you think this meat is. <laughs> Hello, he says. He's picked up the lingo. I have a slice of spicy meat I would like to share. On the latest episode of Drop Us a Line, so we're inceptioning ourselves here, yep. you mentioned that people often think that James's face matches Andy's voice and vice versa. I think that Andy's name matches Dan's face better and Dan's name matches Andy's face better. Mm. I'm not really sure why. I just think it's the vibes, you know? Hugs and kisses, Duncan. Isn't that spicy? I don't think it's... I'm afraid of <laughs> I, Like, it's meat. It's unquestionably meat, but I don't think it's spicy enough. I, but it's not bad meat. But I wouldn't send it back in a restaurant, which I do with anything above a lemon and herb. I'm afraid. I've gleefully enjoyed that lemon and herb email from you, so thank you. Yeah, nice. Okay. All right, here's another one from Gary Greenberg. 
Lovely name. Hi, quotes, no such thing as a fish podcasters. We know who's being addressed. I'm a little behind on my podcasts, so I just heard the one where you talked about people who can get goosebumps at will. Oh, that wasn't Mm. too long ago. I happen to be one of those people. I now know just how rare it is. To build on a couple of things said in the podcast, one, I have actually described this as a useless superpower, so that description was spot on in my opinion. Two, no, I can't make my nipples erect at will. (laughs) (laughs) That's what we all wanted to know, because it's just like one giant goosebump. He follows up, if you'd like, I can try to take a video of it. Brackets, the goosebumps, not my nipples. Oh, yeah, I'd be keen. Unless there are nipples, I'm not interested, I'm afraid, Gary. Fair enough. What if he really zoomed in on a <laughs> goosebump? Uh, yeah, that'll do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you um, if you were making a model railway, go on. You could use your goosebumps as tiny nipples for the characters. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is an interesting offer. That's quite spicy. Um, I got I got sent a complaint, which it oh, should yeah. be it should go. You know. Uh, it should go to you, really. On oh, Goosebump. <laughs> okay. Uh, no, no, this is just, I, I got sent this on a DM a while ago, so I'm sorry it's taking so long to bring it to the table. Um, it's from, I think, someone called Ringo Brian. I might have added Ringo. So let's call it, because he signs off as B, so maybe it's Brian. Okay. All right. <laughs> Hello, Dan. Long-time listener, first-time writer. Huge fan of the show. Can I express my dismay at the most recent episode with Lucy Porter? So it's a while ago. Oh, yeah. In which you and Lucy go on to spoil One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. As you were talking, it sounded great, and I paused the episode, and I went and bought the book. Oh, no! (laughs) You can then imagine my horror when not 45 seconds later, you go on to spoil it. Oh, it's all, so everyone is likely to know the story, he puts in quotes. But not only spoil it, but go on to explain the subtleties in the chief's (laughs) actions in that it was a mercy killing. Any other books you want to ruin? Currently reading Remains of the Day. You want to take a swipe? I'll, oh, my, crack. I'll have a crack. All my love, <laughs> B. Just, just to let you know, mate, that at the end of Remains of the Day, Stevens, the butler, realises his life has been a hollow sham. Oh. And he sits on a bench. Does he? <laughs> That's it. <laughs> yeah. It's a br- but th- it doesn't matter because the journey to get there is an, inc- is an incredible book and, and you should read it anyway. Do you think there is something in this of like a chat line perhaps? where people want to hear spoilers and you employ someone who's read myriad books like you have, Andy, to just oh. sit by a phone and someone just goes, ring, 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 39 steps. Uh, oh, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, a memory system set by a guy. Yeah, yeah, that's good. I like it. Yeah. Uh, oh, hello. Oh, yes. They each think the other one's died. It's a poison thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then funnily enough, they both die. Brilliant. Bye. Is it for sadists or is it for cramming GCSE students or is it for... Sometimes you come up with the idea and you don't know what the market is That's and the market point. just arrives. Yeah. If you build it, they will come. Mm. Yeah. It feels like a great... Is that a spoiler about... Um... Field of Dreams? Field of Dreams. <laughs> yeah. Uh, spoiler they, come? they do build they it came. and they <laughs> Oh, that's great. Um, here's an email from Molly Blue Dawn. Um, the mention of gold beater's skin in episode 476 oh, yeah. reminded me that in Japan, instead of cow intestines, what is it? they used to beat gold very, very thin by putting it in between layers of cow intestines. Oh, yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. Um, in Japan, instead of cow intestines, gold beaters used tanuki scrota. <laughs> <laughs> Pardon, who was tanuki? <laughs> a tanuki is oh, a, another name for a raccoon dog. Oh, oh, okay. oh yeah, yeah, funny yeah. I know them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Animal right. they have, but there's a big thing in Japan of tanuki with massive 
nut sacks. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, supposedly it's because the gold beaters were using the scrotums to wallop the gold oh, leaf okay, very, right. very, very thin. Um, and she sent a source and it looks pretty reputable. So there we go. That's really good. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Thank you very much, Molly. I got a call. Can I just chuck one more in? Just Please. I saved these on my phone and yeah. I realized I hadn't read them. Um, this is from Tim Ryan in Canada. Just finished episode 463 with your fact about the sluggard wakers in church. You remember I had this fact where yeah. if you fell asleep in church, someone went around poking you to make sure you'd come yeah, to that. and be awake for the <laughs> service. Sure, they go around poking you to make sure you come. Yeah, so. <laughs> two. <laughs> these people, says uh, Tim, these people are alive and well and thriving in rural Ghana. I went to two churches while there and both had women patrolling the side aisles with six foot poles that they would that they would poke not so gently between people's shoulders if they nodded off. Yeah. That's really good. Pretty cool. That's good. That's awesome. Uh, Here's a a query for more information from Michael. Michael writes, sorry to hound you. This is actually a clever joke with so many emails. Brilliant. I was just listening to the British Library episode with Sally Phillips and found myself wanting to know more about your hound, pooch, or mutt game. It was glossed <laughs> over in the episode. There was a reason we glossed over this. I don't remember this. I'm what was sure it? I'm the only listener. I'm sure He says, I'm sure I'm the only listener. I think he must mean, I'm sure I'm not the only listener. <laughs> Desperate to hear which doggy traits belong to which category. So Andy has this game that he plays whenever he sees a, a canine, uh-huh. yeah. where they are either a mutt, a pooch, or a hound. Or a hound. Yeah. Okay. And apparently... If you're Andy, you can automatically tell which is which. Well, it takes it's taken time, but I'm now very, very quick. And the person who decides whether or not you're right is is you. Yeah, 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 yeah. You normally you play it with someone else. Oh, it's okay. not it's not really a one player game. It can be at <laughs> a pinch, in a, in a tight spot. What are the di- I can't picture the difference Basically, between the three. Think of, think of a classic pooch. You know, I'm thinking a Shih Tzu. I'm thinking something that's small and fluffy so and defenseless. You know, yeah. there's, there, there are some dogs which are clearly pooches, and yeah. you can have very large pooches as well. But yeah. normally they're a bit smaller. Hounds. You know what a hound is? It's like it's a, it's an Irish wolfhound, or it's a, like they're big. They got right. long legs. They're rangy. You know, they can, they're terrifying. Uh, then you got a mutt, which is a bit of a catch-all. Okay, let know. me let me ask some questions due to you know what I see day yeah. to day. What is Harry McClary from Donaldson's Dairy? That's a children's book character, isn't it? Yeah. I think Harry McClary is a mutt. He's a mutt. Just a bit okay. of everything. Oh, okay. you know. Hercules boss, as big as a horse. <laughs> My knowledge of the universe, I'm afraid, is not... I mean, from if he's as big as a horse, he sounds like a hound, okay. doesn't he? Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah okay. he's pretty houndy, yeah. 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 Right, okay. But it's, all, it's on a dog-by-dog basis. You know? right. you might Can have... you have two dogs from the same breed? One of which is a hound and one of which is a mutt. Or a, or a I don't mm. know if you could have two Dachshunds, one of which is... A, a, a pooch I think they're quite pooch oh no they're quite houndy actually well that's hunt. hunt yeah and they they used to be hunting dogs so yeah and you can have like it's star signs you know it's like it's hound with a bit of pooch okay yeah, you know What's... anyway it's a really fun game I oh yeah it. it sounds great no um, it's, well that's no I'm, I'm trying to get my head around it because I'm thinking like a pit bull what's a pit bull what's a sausage dog what like a these pit don- bull is a hound it's a, you know, it's what's a, a sausage dog then well, I think it's a bit of a... I think that's also a hound because they can be quite vicious and, you know... Okay, so hound is yeah. the trait of vicious. There's also just there? dog, which is a Labrador, <laughs> which is a classic dog. That's dog? Yeah, Labradors right. and Retrievers are both just dogs. Okay. Right. Right. Wow, great game. It I think, I think maybe game. keep it to one player. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's move on. Let's move on to an email from anonymous teacher Jenny. Okay. Not very anonymous. <laughs> Half anonymous, crucially. Yeah. <laughs> um, hello, no such thing as a fish team. 
I am a high school history teacher from Pennsylvania. I have checked with Jenny what I'm allowed to say about her, and already I feel like it's quite narrowed. Uh, every Friday morning, I listen to your podcast during my drive to school, and as I get to my classroom... So she lives not within walking distance of her school in Pennsylvania. Oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and I, I get to my classroom ready for the day. I suppose I've brought it up enough with my first class that some of my students have taken to asking, so what facts did you learn this morning, Ms. Oh. Surname? And I have redacted that. I am very excited that today I will get to tell them about tiny bits of coal. <laughs> oh, <right>. no. Because <laughs> we covered... Jeez. What model railways use for coal, which is small lumps of coal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Hence my joke earlier about about um, nipples. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. What I won't tell them, Jenny continues, is that I was laughing so hard at how ridiculous that whole bit was, I nearly ran one of them, my pupils, over <laughs> while pulling into the parking lot. Fortunately, everyone was fine, and it was only me who even seemed to notice. But still... <laughs> Wow. She says, imagine if I would have had to explain to the police about just how funny it was that model train builders use tiny pieces of coal to represent coal on their models, and that's why I was momentarily and justifiably incapacitated. Feels like she'd get off, don't you think? I think so. I think no jury would convict. Yeah. So thank you, Jenny. We, we have had a few of those. I was we just have, thinking yeah. that there was we once sent a photo of a of, of an actual car crash. Someone went off the side of the road because they were laughing so hard. Apparently, um, she really? sent a, yeah she sent us photos. It was like a quite mangled car. This was in our first year. I think. Oh yeah. well, that we were very funny. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah that was tired, <laughs> burnt out. Yeah, it was, it was the, the Garfield there. Anus year. Yeah. Yeah. Oh well. Yeah. Um, uh, thanks for writing in, Jenny. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and there's a, there's another just while we're on Colgate. Um, there's another one from Jules. Colgate? Uh, sorry. <laughs> Col. Gate. Gate. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, Jules writes in saying, I suspect others may have mentioned this. You're wrong, Jules. You're wrong, wrong, wrong. Everyone, a lot of people write in saying, I think a lot of other people must have mentioned this. Almost invariably, they're the only person who's who's noticed it. Yeah. I don't know what's yeah, going yeah. on there. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway. Spam filters. <laughs> in episode 479, Andy got very excited in the lead up to a model railway fact. I was on the edge of my seat, brackets metaphorically, as I was walking. <laughs> <laughs> because I knew a related Moss fact. Could it be possible that I might have known something before hearing it on the podcast? I bet it's not. I bet. Alas, no. The slight groans, very generous to call them slight, at coal being used to model coal were echoed by myself as I realised Andy had a swing and a miss when he could have told everyone that model railway makers often use moss to recreate bushes and trees. That's so funny. Now, I'm afraid, Jules, I think I have mentioned that you on, a, on yeah, an old episode of have. the podcast. I'm not sure if it has it been on the podcast for sure. Because I remember uh, our producer of QI, Piers Fletcher, used oh, to yeah. make fun of you all the time. <laughs> for, but apparently you once mentioned that moss can be used on model railways. <laughs> and almost every meeting he used to say, oh, Andy with his moss on his model oh, railways. Really? Absolutely it, right. it became quite a thing, didn't it, for about a year? It did. But that was also during the year when we were teasing him because it turns out he keeps all his old checkbook stubs. <laughs> <laughs> so it really became a bit of a back and forth it war did. of attrition there. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. Um, if I look, if I look in our archive for the word moss, it's, I'm going to get absolutely nowhere. <laughs> Jules, I'm afraid I've got no way of proving it if it hasn't been on the podcast, but I did know it. Um, I think you know sometimes when you bring a topic to the table with fish and we do our recordings and then we got to move on because time's running yeah. out. Yeah. So think, oh, I wish I just had a bit more time to chat. I sort of feel like drop us a line is slightly turning into Andy's chats to <laughs> just really get back into the meat of a subject <laughs> that we said goodbye to. I think it's more like he listens to the final edit 
And he's like, I can't believe he cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> well, the last time we talked about model trains, I actually don't think... I don't, I don't think it was mentioned, no. the Moss thing. So actually, Jules, that's a perfectly reasonable email to send, even if fundamentally um, baseless. I used to have it when I was when I was young, and I did have model... was yeah. making models. Well, that's the thing about bullying in the workplace. It's often based on a, a nub of truth. Yeah. And that's why it's often fine. <laughs> Not defendable, yeah, in court. Yeah. So, right. But she was saying that she had... She what, was like, oh, I can't... Jules. Yeah, Jules. Or he. Saying, I don't know, Jules... Oh, it could be Jules. Could be, yeah. Could be either, yeah, yeah. Uh, Jules Holland. Yeah, Jules... Um, oh, do we have could be Jules, a famous model railway. Yeah. Aficionado, Jules Holland. Oh, well, there we go. This is exciting. Did you know that, Dan? Is Jules that Holland one of the facts I got cut from? Jules Holland... <laughs> yeah, well... <laughs> Jules, I think I might have pre-cut it and just not said it on right, the day. But right. Jules Holland has a huge model railway. Does he? No, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Jules' annual Hootenanny is actually built inside his model railway track. <laughs> the set. It's very impressive. Sorry, what were you going to say? Jules was, was Jules saying that they were astonished that they knew something about Moss without having learnt it on our show? Because if that's the case, then yes. That's... In fact, before before me and... and, and ah, okay. All right. No, no. no. Yeah. Then that's... Yeah. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I think it still counts as a swing and a miss. Yeah. And I, I take that, I'll take that on the chin. I actually, when you started saying that fact about the coal, I genuinely thought you were going to say about Moss. Because um. you remember you said, I've got a fact about model railways. And Dan realized what you were going to say because you told us there was this boring fact. Yeah. And I knew it was going to be a boring fact. And I was sure it was going to be the Moss. The Moss thing. Yeah. 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 I really threw, threw you for a loop there. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. Here's one more. This yeah. is a really nice one. This is from Lily. Hello, Andy, Andrew, James, and Anna. Sorry, Dan. <laughs> Say that again. Hello, Andy, Andrew, yep. James, and Anna. Hmm, two hellos for you. Yes, that's that's, that's <laughs> the point. That is why I read that. <laughs> Do you want to hear a fact about Andy's? Just oh, yeah, go on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, for the last podcast, which was about puffins... Yeah. Uh, which will have gone out by the time this goes out. I found in the OED that there was an old English word for a puffin, which was a cock andy. A cock andy. Cock andy. That's another new nickname. Cock andy is quite. Yeah. It's cute. Puffins are cute. They it's are cute. cute. Anyway, yeah. sorry. No, no, no. Um, anyway, Lily writes hello to me twice so the rest of you can <laughs> get stuff. Um, I'm a huge fan of yours. What, all four of <laughs> us. All four of us. <laughs> I found out strong Victorian ladies used to be a thing and can't recall an episode in which you discussed them. Apologies if you have. I think we might have fleetingly mentioned them. I think it was because we did them on the TV show. We never really got okay. fully into them. thing. Anyway, okay. she just mentions a fact, which I love, um, which is very related to fish as well, which is great. Get this. In 1901, Vulcana, the strong woman... Oh, freed strong. a wagon stuck in Maiden Lane, Covent Garden, no. by wow. lifting it in front of astonished witnesses. Wow! wow. And she links to an article all about the Victorian strong women. So that's great. We t we actually mentioned Sandwina, I think, didn't we? We did briefly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's so but good. Our, for reference, our office used to be on Maiden Lane. Yeah. And brilliant. you know the other weird thing. They pedestrianised it during COVID. That's not the weird thing. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shut up. But they pedestrianised it by planting these huge wagons across yeah, the yeah, beginning yeah, yeah. and end of the lane. So a modern day Volcana would, would be would able to... In, it's like a sword in the stone, but it's the wagon in the cobbled street. That's very cool. Yeah, exactly. Um, oh, well, thank you, Lily. This is Dan, by the way. I'm on the show. <laughs> <as> well. <laughs> uh, Brilliant. Bye. Oh. 
<laughs> you never know. Yeah, you <laughs> never know. That was it. No, no, no. I um, that 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 is it. That's uh, that's all of our emails. Thank you so much for writing in, everybody. Um, and if you'd like to write to me, Andy, James, and Anna, anytime you can do, uh, just drop us a line. All you have to do is write a podcast at qi.com. We love hearing your extra information, your challenges, your spicy meats. Uh, so please do. <laughs> Please do keep sending them in and uh, we'll be back with another one of these in a month or so. All right, see you then. Bye. Mm-hmm.